home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. Right. Most of the time in a home build, the bank is going to they're going to issue draws on a not just your draw schedule. Right. But it needs to be on a percentage of completion. Um, and so understanding that and working with the bank, working with the client and, and having the client understand your money needs up front, having those conversations are a, bit, are a big deal. We have we have changed the way that we estimate. We have changed our checklists. We have changed the way we do our contracts, our draw schedule. It, it continually evolves. And I would say we're in a good place now. But when I first started out, you know, doing this, there were no contracts per se. It was it was, you know, typed up and, and given to somebody. Um, and then we adopted QuickBooks and did estimating in, in there. So it was a little more official. And then when we moved and, and started getting actual large jobs and uh, I became um, a licensed remodeler and home builder to take on those large jobs, we had to evolve and, and look at the way we did business so I could just keep up, not just looking at the large projects and thinking, Man, I can make a lot of money because I did that. I we, we did that as a company. We looked and said, wow, there's a lot of profit in this job because it is a larger job. But until you've taken on a large job, the way that you operate is going to be different from the way that somebody else operates. And when you look at, well, let's just say, for instance, right, you're you're doing $5,000 jobs right now, and, and then you jump up to 10, and you're like, okay, that's doable. Well, when you take that that large leap going from a $10,000 commitment to a $50,000 job, that is that is multiple weeks on end you need multiple employees and you you want to make good time on it because the client has high expectations it's very very different and if you don't plan and if you don't have systems in place then you're you're bound to fail and lose money we've we've lost money on multiple projects um and just jumping the gun and being trying to get into the project really before we were ready 
right? And you look and you're like, okay, it's, it's easy. It's, it's easy as this. Mark it up a little bit because you know we're going to be a little slower if it's our first time. Add a little bit of, add a, a couple weeks because, you know, it's our first time. It's going to take longer. And you think, okay, that'll work. That's how we buffer ourselves, right? We, we tell them 10 weeks and we know it's going to take eight. Well, what typically happens is a 10-week job, we told them 10 weeks. We think it's going to take eight. takes 12. And that two weeks, your margins just go to nothing. And, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where you have to plan. You've got to understand your capability and your capacity. You've got to have um, your cash flow figured out. How are you going to pay for materials throughout the job? How are you going to pay your people throughout the job? How are you going to pay your subs? And when you sit down and you write each of those out, and then you look at your schedule and you say, Okay, in week one, I'm going to do demo and I'm going to have the plumber come in and and do a drain move and we'll just say a bathroom remodel. Um, You need to understand and the client has to understand that process. That way, that week, you can say, okay, I need my paycheck, uh, Jimmy John's paycheck, and, and I need to pay the plumber. Well, that draw that week needs to be my paycheck, Jimmy John's paycheck, and the plumber. In that week, so you can pay your bills for the week on top of overhead and modern materials, right? Um, what tends to happen and what we do in contracting is in, is we go, well, it's a three-week job and I'm going to take half up front and half when it's done. Well, the half up front doesn't go as far as you thought it would and uh, you can't make it to the second half of the job. Because you didn't, you didn't plan the job correctly. And now you're stuck with a plumber who needs to be paid or a subcontractor who needs to be paid. And your priority is making sure that your employee gets to his check. Um, and so you're pushing and pulling and figuring it out. And the worst part is you usually end up borrowing against receivables or borrowing against, um, uh, ex- expected monies in. And so when that $10,000 job, now you have to figure out how to finish it. You borrow, you know, some money and there's interest. And now that job is just start, starting to slowly eat you alive or you, you borrow from somewhere else to complete the job. Uh, you have to make sure that you are planning properly or these jobs in, in construction will eat you alive. If there's anything that I can say, it is make sure you plan, you plan the money portion just as hard as you plan the scope of work and that your money portion aligns. You are asking the client to pay for what's owed and what's due when it's due. All right, guys, till next time. Thanks. And now we move into Shop Talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. Week and a half has now turned into about three weeks. About three weeks. And listen, and and there again, it's a lesson learned, and you can only learn lessons from experience. And that's why we talk about this stuff on here open openly and transparently. Right. But uh, you know, it goes back to the conversation between us, the homeowner, and and the framer, right? And then doing that, that pre-planning and Looking at the plans is where 
Sometimes, as a contractor, your head is in the in the weeds of making things go. We're building these houses. We're checking on subs. We're looking at plans. We're sending estimates. We're we're reviewing bids. Right, all of this stuff. And so, our plan review sometimes can fall by the wayside, or we review it quickly and we miss something. Correct. This is an instance where we missed something, or we didn't. And again, it's just something that we don't look for with a barn dough, right? Yeah, it was a single story. We would have been fine. Yeah, and it was kind of a collaboration of multiple things. Yeah. Homeowner changed some things. uh, Absolutely. Changed the actual (laughs) infrastructure and how we were building it. Yeah. uh, Which forced us to kind of back up and and reevaluate how we're building certain areas of this barn dough. And look, and the thing is, the engineer engineered it a certain way uh, for a reason. And look, sometimes when you're in the build, you're like, oh, this is this is done. You know, it's over-engineered or under-engineered. And you call the engineer and you consult and you talk to them and say, listen, we want to do this. Will it work? Yada, yada, right? And this is one of those scenarios where we wanted to utilize the framer's knowledge because they got a lot of knowledge. This is what they do. Correct. Okay. But it – and. And we had the the new material dropped, and now that new material is just sitting there, and it's it's got to go back. But you know, it, it's okay. It's a lesson learned. It's something that you know we need to make sure that we write on our our checklist, right? And that's why we do this to talk to you to you all about what we're going through, what we're seeing, and maybe you can take this and add it to your builder's checklist. Um, you know, as a contractor, but it's one of those things that just highlights the importance of, of pre-planning again. And every time, and, and like I said, we've done the 13 homes and every home has been different. We have not repeated a floor plan yet because we are a custom home builder. So each home we've built has been different sizes. It's, it's been one, one story, two story. It's been, Porches, it's been outdoor kitchens, it's been just everything. Two car garage, one car garage, three car garage, right? So uh, it could be north, it could be south, it could be in the woods, it could be on the beach. So we really have had a lot of variety in the first 13 homes that we've built. And each one has taught us a lesson. Hopefully... We're learning, <laughs> and, you know, and, and sometimes that's all you really can do. And and realistically, we, we're a company that's always going to learn. And, um, you know, we've been working on this, how we carry ourselves and, and the tone we walk around with, because this type of situation, these scenarios that we're throwing out will make or break you right. if you don't learn from them, but also just from the way that you know, you get can get easily overwhelmed and frustrated. We try to remember that no nobody's dying, that the house isn't on fire, right? And, and nothing's broken and nobody's hurt. And so we're, we're trying to refocus our energy because, again, we're a learning company. And luckily, we, we have a lot of clients and we've got a lot of builds lined up and we're going to continue to learn and grow. And that's, um, you know, what we what we want to do is, is share that experience. We don't want to we don't want to hide from these adversities because this makes us stronger. And then by sharing it, hopefully it, it helps you all out there. And, uh, 
you know, we just trying to figure out, we are just trying to figure out the best way to handle these and pivot. I think this also highlights the pre-planning portion and pre-construction. So if you had one continuous message that you have been in my ear about, right? What, What would you say that is? I could tell you, You've been, he's been getting on me about pre-planning meetings, pre-construction meetings, and plan reviews. How important is that Dagum plan review? That's It's very important. But <laughs> one thing to say, and <clears throat> I'll go back to when you get an architect to draw a set of blueprints. Yeah. Yes, it is detailed. Yeah. He's on a computer. Yeah. When you convert that to an actual build, you are going to, I'm not saying if or Maybe you will come you will. into situations where you have to make a decision on Absolutely. the fly, on a change. Absolutely. And that could determine a lot, could determine uh, cost of, of time, could be materials, yep. could be uh, time with the, with the, where your homeowner's getting upset. But there will come instances where you're going to have to make a change to that blueprint. He's putting an electrical plan together. The switches may not be exactly where. <laughs> yeah. And when you're sitting down with a client, yes, you are having them approve a plan. However, pre-construction planning where you dig into that. Uh, case in point, we ran into a situation where we had an electrical box. Could have cost us a, a, a substantial uh, amount of money to move it. Yeah. We were able to navigate around that. Stuff like that. There will be changes. There will be additions. The homeowner is going to say, well, I'd like to move this to here. I'd like to move this door to here. Can we move this wall? Can we move this one? Even though it is a plan and it is an architecturally drawn plan or even an engineered plan. Yeah. It's like Chris said. It's not on fire. Nobody died. There's nothing we do that we can't fix or adjust. So that's that's been our mentality. That's the main thing I would say is... Uh, a, a builder or a homeowner don't get upset yeah. because it can be rectified. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, the more pre-planning and the, the stuff you learn on the front side and digging into it, yeah. <clears throat> as far as the requirements and what you're looking for and what you're going to need and what you're going to be, it, it may case in point, this one here we're doing, is going to have skylights. We haven't done skylights before. Yep. So we're digging into what's that's going to entail. When are they going to be installed? Who's going to install them? What are we going to need to install them? Yeah. Are they going to be waterproof? What's the, the ratings on them as far as how, what kind of a, uh, feedback do we have on them? Yeah. Are they going to last? Are we going to be back in less right. than a year to fix them? All well, of these things. And, and I'll interrupt right there, too, because you're, you're talking about something we haven't done. And, again, I'll go back to you can't build your first house until you build your first Correct. house. Um, and so it, with this, with this skylight thing and pretty much any other thing, right? The, the thing is the client wants you to make recommendations. Correct. And they want you to make recommendations from experience. So if you don't have experience, we utilize our team, A, and then our subcontractors, B, and our vendors see 
They are the product specialists. You cannot be a know-it-all in this Correct. world. You cannot. So that's something that we just do diligence on. We learn, we research, right? You can't do uh, skylights until you do your first skylight. Correct. Right? So, okay, well, um, we'll go ahead and, and wrap up this one. You know, I just wanted to hit home some pre-construction and pre-plan and kind of give them an update. We're just starting this build, and and uh, we'll get Pete in here again to talk about the progression of the build and how it's going. And, and as we close out some of the houses that we're working on, you'll see more and more of, of the lessons learned. So, uh, Pete, as always, I appreciate you. And until next time. Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. Moving too, moving too fast, um, you know, how we do our planning, how we do our processes. So you talked about uh, planning mm-hmm. and one of the quickest lessons we have learned. So our construction side, our remodel side, we do kitchen and bath work. And we just ran into a job where one of our designers pieced out the work. Right. So let's talk about that, right? Um, it, it was a situation where for the remodel guys, we want all the material to be there and we want to be in and out. That's how we make our money. Right. So like all selections are made, the materials ordered. And it's it's here. And then we go into work and we knock out your kitchen in a couple of weeks. Right. right? Or bathroom, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where this was a little bit different. And and you know what? It was just a learning curve. It, it was wasn't, a learning curve. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, she was one of the first projects that we did. And, yep. you know, each individual is, is different. And But what was the, so what was the, the lesson in that for anybody who's, weighing benefits of so as an interior designer you make selections but what what happened here was we would select the cabinets mm-hmm. and then get the cabinets installed then we would select the countertops yeah. and get the countertops installed mm-hmm. then we they didn't want to they didn't want to do uh the backsplash until the countertops were actually in place mm-hmm. well i understand but it doesn't work for the no. flow because even as a designer, you're they're probably as a consumer they're probably losing more money because you have to go out and numerous forth, times and, forth, and yeah. you have to charge, you have to make money, you're paying mm-hmm. gas, you're taking time out of your day. So you have to charge each trip mm-hmm. whereas if if you group them and this is what we've learned and this is what we've talked about when you start to group selections, right? You can do a lot more in one shot than mm-hmm. Multiple trips, multiple. You I know. think it becomes a map as yeah. well too. So, like, if we're individually picking things out, like we're if you're just focused on one thing, that's all you're seeing. Sure. You know, as in a designer, as a realtor, you know, when I'm I'm coming in and I'm looking at a property, is you got to have the vision of the big picture. Yeah, big picture. Yeah. So, but we can't just focus on one thing all the time. So yeah. we need to have all the the materials and everything selected. And bring them all together to completely lay out the vision. Because then, you know, there are people that they don't have the vision and they, they can't see it. And when you we individually piece it out like that, it's harder for them to see. Gotcha. And then they yeah. second guess it because they're like, they just can't see it. No, and, and you know, and we're actually running into that, I think, on the same, same job. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's where, you know, when you piece it out and you don't put them like all your selections and put the 
the mood board, mood right? Board, the yeah. mood board. Mm-hmm. Do mood boards. But when you put it all together and put it on a mood board, or when you have samples and you put all the samples together, you can at least get some sort of Flow. here's what it's yeah. yeah. Um when you piece it out, you put in that piece and you're like, that piece doesn't look well with the other pieces. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my gosh. Again, and then how do we know that this piece is going to look good? Because we haven't made a selection for the next step, say, a bar area. We haven't gotten to that step yet. Yeah. But you want it to be cohesive. That's right. But you kind of have to do it all at once. Yeah. So, Or it just kind of... So there's multiple ways it's costing the consumer, the client, Mm -hmm. time and money if, if... they are doing a piece at a time. And listen, everybody's has budgets that are different and everything. So there could be a reason, right? And we'll revisit this mm-hmm. because, you know, there may be a way forward for people that only have a limited budget and say, I can only afford this mm-hmm. right now. Right. And then I want to do this later, right? So there's reasonings, but like, Ultimately, if that's not the the driving factor, right, Mm -hmm. then you're saving the client time and money by putting it all together and grouping those selections and not taking multiple trips, multiple vendors, you know, helping Mm -hmm. corral that decision making. Uh, You're saving the client money. You're saving yourself some time, Mm -hmm. right? And I think ultimately the end product is better when you're grouping selections too. Oh yeah, I mean you can see the light bulb like go off. Yeah, like um, when you can lay it all out and have a complete plan of action. Yeah, um, it makes everything a lot easier. And then there's not these surprises like I I didn't think it was going to look like that. Yes. Or yeah, but. I mean, like I said, not everybody has a vision. And that's why they hire us because they, they can't see it. And, and, you know, and that's the I'm so glad that we did decide to to start that business out mm-hmm. of out of the the homes and the remodeling side. We needed that because we were doing all the work and we were also doing the legwork. We were helping with selections and it's daunting. And, and, and it's very much time consuming mm-hmm. and daunting. And even on one of our current home builds, we have a, a client who we had an interior designer just to get started in the business who was designing the home for free. And people don't understand the the magnitude of how many selections and options there are. It's not just selections that you have to make, but the options in construction are crazy. They're limitless and they're they're evolving and they're changing. Yes. And so part of a professional interior designer stays up on those things. Mm-hmm. They stay up on trends, they stay up on product. So it's there's so many benefits. Product knowledge is huge. You know, it's, like me and Christy were just talking yesterday and we've been talking about it. You know, we're trying to build a a go-to list yeah. that we're not going to keep spinning our wheels. If we know that there's a good product yeah. that's quality, yeah. that looks good, feels good, everything, we want to, you know, go back to that. Yeah. You know, we want to have some sort of package like, you know, we know that these cabinets are great because of these hinges and we know that this is a good supplier for the cabinets and yeah. turn time and, you know, the fabricators of the courts, everything. I mean, there's just so many different things like having, you know, like, a, you know, with the realtor, like 
I have a whole list of vendors that I work with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But having, knowing the product and having a reference to go back to mm-hmm. and trusting that to where you're not starting over from square one all the time. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that makes it, and that's going to help business side wise is we're saving time and saving money, which then again gives us more of a profit because we're not having to spend as much time on looking at a toilet. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you, like, you, you know, know where you want to go. Yeah. Cause you Source know, it. me and Christy were talking about, you know, we're checking reviews of products and, and everything. I and, love it. Yeah. And you do, you do want to do that because mm-hmm. the, the last thing you want to do as an interior designer, as a contractor, as a realtor is to make a suggestion. And that suggestion doesn't work out for one reason mm-hmm. or another, but just because you didn't check reviews or really dig in or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We're going to leave it at that because there's so much more to unpack on, on the, the future shows. So, um, and, and we're going to dig deeper and we're going to check in with you mm-hmm. and see how it's going with um, process and, you know, just general ideas of how we're evolving our business mm-hmm. in the kitchen and bath side, the custom home side, the remodel side, even the soft surface side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to kind of just continue to talk about that on here. And so, you know, as we're moving forward and we're recording, just keep that in mind that um, all of this stuff benefits the people who watch our show. So I definitely appreciate you coming on yes. and uh, giving some, you know, the dual hat, the realtor and the mm-hmm. interior designer. Uh, you find a good one wherever you are. Make sure you, if you're going to get into investing or in general, just buying a property at all, you need to have a good realtor and it doesn't hurt to have an interior designer to help you look at that property as well. So, Absolutely. all right. You thanks, You got to have that team, yeah. team there with you that you can trust. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Whitney. I appreciate you. Yep, thanks Till next me. time. Yep. Thanks. thanks. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.